I love the quote by Charles Spurgeon, nobody ever outgrows scripture. The book widens and deepens with our years. Therefore, I have studied and prepared to deliver a message to you geared to bring you a revived heart. This is the Revived Heart audio broadcast. Thank you for listening and may God be glorified with every decision we make for Him today. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to our little mini-series called Follow Me. More than likely, you're listening to this because you're curious about some next steps in the Christian life. Maybe you've been a believer for some time, or maybe you've recently trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Today, we are going to look at this particular topic, why church? Why church? Why do you need to be part of a local assembly? of Bible believers. I want to give you a couple different verses in the Bible to explain this. And so I would like to begin in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 41. If you've listened to our Follow Me in Believers Baptism broadcast, we pointed out this particular verse in dealing with baptism. Verse number 41, Acts 2 Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. There's the phrase, added unto them. Added unto them is referring to the 120 that were in the upper room praying. And you can read about that in Acts 1 as the church is getting its start in the days of the apostles after the Lord Jesus Christ established some things about the church. And so when you consider what is going on in Acts chapter 2, there's 120 people who are gathered together as an assembly, as a church, if you will. As a gathering of believers, they are praying. There's going to be preaching that takes place. There are then souls that are saved. They are immediately baptized, confessing and testifying the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the gospel. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. In Acts 2.42, And they continued steadfastly, and the apostles died doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. The Bible talks about how they came together. And if you read further in Acts chapter 2, they even came together daily. You see, it was important to them to be the church and to gather as the church. I want you real quickly to go with me to Ephesians chapter 4, and I want to express how important it is to you you that you have the structure of how God ordained the church to be in your life. You need to gather together with other believers. You need to make it a point to encourage other believers yourself as you gather together. God created you to do such as a believer. He gave some apostles, this is verse 11, and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why? Why did God give us those spiritual leaders? Verse 12, for the perfecting or the completing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying 
dying of the body of Christ. And so God gave us these people in spiritual leadership like pastors and teachers for the purpose of perfecting us for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. Why? Verse 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Then I want you to skip down with me to verse 16 for time's sake. From whom the whole body, from Christ, the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And from that you understand through careful study that God has a purpose, and he talks about it in the book of Corinthians as well, that God has a specific purpose for the pastors and teachers and evangelists, but God has a specific purpose for you as being part of the church, for you as gathering together. So the question is, do I need to assemble? Do I need to gather together with other believers? And from what we've already looked at, why would you not? I would not let someone who has offended you or somebody who has told you differently than the Word of God keep you from doing what God wants you to do and being who God wants you to be as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And with all of that being said, I want to end in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Verse 24, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. So I am to provoke you. I am to encourage you in love and good works. Then it continues by saying, verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Some people don't want to get together. Some people forsake it and run from it. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Listen, friend, God is saying you're not supposed to run from fellowshipping with believers. You're supposed to run to it. You're also supposed to encourage believers to gather together. So purpose to be a part of a local assembly of God-fearing Bible believers that want to show the love of Christ to the world. If you have any questions about churches and pastors, please feel free to reach out, and I would love to answer any questions you may have. Wow, isn't God's Word amazing? It truly is my prayer that your heart has been revived through this audio broadcast. We'd like to take a moment to say thank you to every listener, as well as to our monthly supporters of A Heart for Revival Ministries. Your support enables us and allows us to be able to take the time when we are away from meetings to produce broadcasts like this. Thank you. God bless you and have a wonderful day.